what's up? Welcome back to the Come On You Know podcast. So, I almost forgot how to do this. It's been so long. I know, I know. That's my fault. Well, it is my fault. And because I have been going through some issues, I'm going to call it a jet depression. So, I, I am a diehard jet fan. And uh, I am dying hard. It's been a couple of things going on past couple of weeks. I know you probably don't care because you're probably not a Jets fan, but I am. And this is my show, so I'm going to spit it out. So I'll start on quarterback Aaron Rodgers. We traded for Aaron Rodgers. Got him. So happy. Green Bay Packers was actually my number two team. Uh, little half halfway disclosure I, I am a one share owner of the Green Bay Packers anyway that's my number two team so happy Aaron Rodgers came to the to the squad to the mean green gang green and uh, what like 70 seconds into his first game he he popped his Achilles I know that's a tough injury to uh, get over so you definitely, you know, he's out for the season. He's rehabbing, all of that. But I think uh, I was watching that game when I saw it. I probably had the same reaction as every Jet fan on the planet. It's like, first of all, like Aaron, get up. Stop playing. This is like this far, too far from April, April Fool's Day. Pardon me. Get up. Don't play don't play with my emotions like that, man. I'm going through enough in life. Get up. So he gets up, goes back down. It's like, why are you going back down, man? Like this joke has uh has gone far enough. And that was it. The dude stayed down. Stayed uh, he was out of the game. Not too fond of his backup, which was Al Starter last year. I'm not gonna say his name. We all know it's Zach Wilson. It's like, dude, are you serious? So anyway, I've been watching Jets news every day to see what we're doing to mitigate this. We had a couple of games we lost, of course, because we went back to our backup. Talking a lot of football. I know you don't care. That is why, like, I straight up and down, that has been my life for the last couple of weeks. And um, I'm tethered, tethered to the Jets diehard jet fan and I'm dying hard so anyway there's some light at the end of the tunnel just to give you all an update if you care or not but Aaron Rodgers is he's he's older he's an older quarterback so this injury is very significant all bet is significant to anyone but him rehabbing at this age is uh It's a gamble. Not the rehab. He's going to have to do that anyway as a human being, but rehabbing and then coming back to a high-impact game, professional sports, it's going to be pretty tough at this age. But I don't know. So, you know, all you diehard team sports fans, I know you know what I'm feeling. Sometimes your teams are up, sometimes they're down, and, Get you into a mood. I've been trying to, been looking at the news every day to see how we're mitigating this and have to make certain moves and 
we are the hot topic in the NFL right now. The Jets are talking about this, that. Coach is going to lose the locker room because he's sticking with the backup quarterback that isn't too good, this and that. And I've been calling in to my favorite, like, uh, Jets fan, YouTubers, and sports radio, in my opinions, too. We just got to tough it out. But we tough it out all the time. We just, there's no pot of gold at the end of the rainbow for us. So, anyway, I've talked about the Jets for four and a half minutes. And um, that that is, that is, that's just where I'm at. So, I don't have a specific topic or subject for this epi. I'm just kicking the tie on myself. Brushing dust off because I haven't done the show in a while. So I'm like, hey, I don't even know if I still know how to do this. I know how to talk. I've forgotten how to talk, but it's like the whole flow thing. And at this point, I was supposed to have folks dialing in. I'll get to that point. You'll be able to dial in and curse me out and give you opinion and all of that. But so this episode, this show, I just wanted to go rando. Just talk about random, I'm calling it rando. Rando thoughts that I've had. Um, I wanted to talk about me getting into my hobbies. For for those of you that don't know, like I recently started gardening. I actually did pretty well at it. I've, I grew everything from, what, corn, squash, quinoa. Melons, herbs, of course, that's easy peasy, lemon squeezy, sunflowers, uh, potatoes, carrots, peppers, all that stuff. And it was a gamble. And um, that's actually what I wanted to talk about. Uh, see if uh, if you out there in the, the the podcast audience world, if you have any trade secrets in here, you gardeners. So I, I use raised beds. I monitored the, the soil pH. I, I monitored that pretty closely. I did a lot of research, and it was fun. I yielded a significant uh, amount of produce. Still learning all the, the terms and stuff, but I started in May, which was pretty late, um, because I was still researching everything, and I didn't realize that what is it? The first, the last, first frost. I didn't know my first frost date. Oh, my last frost. Pardon me, my last frost date. I didn't know all of that. So I was just like, rando plant, dropping seeds. Boom, boom, boom. Raised beds, building the raised beds, getting the raised bed soil, dropping the seeds. Boom, boom, boom. Bada bing, boom, boom. I didn't know anything about the, the three sisters. What is it? Three sisters. What is it? Like beans, corn, and tomatoes or beans corn or something else and so when I figured that out I had to rearrange my seeds but I had fun with it that's just one of my my newest hobby um, that I dove into and that was that was pretty cool but anyway so if there's any any of you out there that have any tips I, I grew corn um I know where I messed up with the corn although I did yield some decent corn uh, it wasn't a huge yield. Um, I know I planted the corn too close together. 
and I know better next time, but my tomatoes were plentiful. Cukes, that, that is, that's going to, that's my favorite thing to grow now, cucumbers, because first of all, they were good when I grew them. And it's like I just planted them and left them alone, and they just grew. They grew peppers, easy. What I loved about peppers, and I mean like hot peppers, like I grew ghost peppers, Tabasco, cayenne, um, habanero. Uh, my pepperoncini didn't make it. And um, what else? That's it. Those, those are the only peppers. One thing I like about peppers is that none of the animals mess with them. Although I know like birds, like peppers are hot, mammals can't can't take peppers but birds can but the birds didn't mess with my peppers birds did steal my blueberries though blueberries gone so i know that for next season like don't like wrap them up or something those bird thieves took my blueberries and a couple of squirrels took my sunflower seeds from my sunflowers and i literally and like these and these pests are very very like they they don't care. They're just straight up brazen about it. Like so I go outside and I just see like all these sunflower seeds on the top of my fence. I'm like, what's going on? Like, how is that? And then I see on the other side, like the squirrel is just eating them. He's like, Yeah, I just took your seeds, I'm out. Like, thanks. Like, are you serious? And snails, snails ate all my strawberries. I had issues with uh, a fox or maybe a family of Foxes, I don't know what you call foxes or fox eye. I don't know what the plural is. Uh, a camp of foxes. But I go outside one day and I see a fox hopping over my gate to my fence. I'm like, yo, get out of here. This is not your property. And then I turn and I see on my squash plant is a big steaming pile of fox. Fox internal <laughs> deficit de deficit def <laughs> I'm like are you serious so the dude comes to my squash you know pumps out a load rolls out and is like yo I'm out I'll be back tonight and this is like in the daytime and foxes are nocturnal but anyway so I learned my lesson with that ironically after he did that my squash plant thrived I mean it Throved straight up, like, but the only thing is, after that, with the squash comes squash bugs. So, anyway, all you gardeners out there, um, you know, if, if it's something you do, something you, you, you've done well in the past, or you are good at, let me know. So, I grew squash. I need some tips on, yeah, I really need tips on squash. I'll bet I did grow spaghetti squash. It wasn't pretty, it, it didn't end up being big. I grew a little cute size spaghetti squash, a couple of them. They were little mini sizes, but I didn't, like, I kind of let those go. I didn't think they would make it. I thought the squash bugs would uh, take those over, but they didn't. Somehow the spaghetti squash made it. So that's interesting to me. Like my sp sp spaghetti, spaghetti, spaghetti squash made it. But my regular squash did not. Like the squash bugs just wreaked havoc. It's like they were waiting. It's like, hey, we had nothing to do. 
you know, from December to May. And then once you plant those squash, uh, that squash plant in May, it's like all bets were off with attacking. And every day I was plucking them off. I didn't want to use any pesticides. <clears throat> Pardon me. So I didn't. <laughs> so I would just like manually take the squash bugs off. Spray them with water, pick them up. Like I was like straight up like picking them off with my hands. And I mean, it was fun because I was taking care of my plant and I didn't want to use any like pesticides, but that was my claim to fame, pride and joy. Like, hey, I'm going to grow all this food, not use any pesticides. And I didn't. And uh, one thing I did use, which was very, it was a, a very successful tactic. Uh, were ladybugs. I would order ladybugs, live ladybugs, maybe every two weeks or so. And I would throw them in my garden and uh, they would just, they don't damage your plant. They would just eat like regular pests, regular bugs and stuff. But the only thing about the ladybugs is like, and I, I know what to do better next season, but the thing about the ladybugs is that they fly away. So, I mean, they would be, you know, I would place them in my garden one day and maybe three or four days later, they're all gone. They just like, you know, give me free. They're out. But, and I know it's like ladybug food that you could use. It's like, man, I'm not smearing some more junk on my plants so they could stay. I kept my plants moist. So there's that. Anyway, so if there's any of you out there that, Give me some tips on growing squash. Just let me know. Tomatoes, easy peasy. Cukes, easy peasy. I grew a lot of lettuce. Lettuce is like the easiest thing to grow. I ate my lettuce, salads, and stuff like that. I I tried to grow rice. And I know you have to keep rice moist. And uh, I tried to be a jerk, too. And I, I grew rice, and I grew, like, cotton next to cotton next to the rice so both i don't want to say both did not make it because it came it was a point in time where i was like okay i'm not tending to the rice anymore so and it it was like a i'm in zone seven so it was like a it was a stretch where it was really really hot for like two weeks and i didn't have my automatic watering system uh supplying water to the rice and the cotton so i had to manually do it so it's like that's the hard part and it's not hard to water stuff, but if you don't water it, you know, early, early, you know, it has a full day of 90 degree weather, something you come home and you got to wait until it gets a little, you know, a little late in the evening, the water is, it just became, I, it grew, they grew, both grew, both grew, but they also, they were burned. So I know, I know, uh, what to do and i also know like I, I crammed everything was an experiment i had in my brain like hey some things won't grow so i'll just put all these things together like i put broccoli with my okra next to the beans and then the be the beans just flourished so i have no issues with beans like beans were like the beans were like growing up the trellis themselves i didn't even like you know i didn't have to put them on the trellis somehow. They just found their, their way to the trellis and climbed up. 
and they were different type of beans too, like limas, uh, pole beans, some other beans, and some other beans. I grew a lot of basil. Grew, I tried to grow tea flowers, but the only thing that made it was holy basil. So now I know. Like I tried to grow chamomile. I tried to grow some other tea. What is it? The what is it? Borogrite or whatever. I forgot what it's called. Whatever you make Earl Grey with, I tried to grow that. But the the, the holy basil basically strangled everything and outgrew everything. Good tea. A lot of uh, medicinal medicinal uses usages usage. Um, I mean, I don't know if it's you know that's just what's out there. I don't know if it's like scientifically proven, but that grew like straight up. Nothing else was in my little section over there. Cantaloupe, easy. Um, the cantaloupe grew. Watermelon, not so easy. And that's that. Like, I found that to be odd. So if there's any gardeners out there, growers out there, yeah, I know. Have some tips about growing watermelon. Like, let me know because the watermelon... I, I tried to grow watermelon in two spots and it just didn't work. But the cantaloupe was like, boom. And then, like, pardon me, I just had dinner. So, like, cucumbers are, are melons, right? And, like, I don't know, like, cucumbers, they just grew so easily. So, here's my thing cucumbers grew easily, cantaloupe. Grew easily, watermelon not so easy. So give me some tips on water, water, watermelon. And um, give me tips on the, uh, grapes. Well, I don't need tips on grapes. I tried to grow grapes. Japanese beetles destroyed my grapevine. Destroyed it. They went to town. They were like, hey, thanks for the Thanksgiving meal. We're on it. Yum, yum, yum. Chop, 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 chop. Blah, 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 blah. And they just like... Straight up, uh, they just took it. They took it. Uh, you know what? Broccoli. Uh, if anyone has any tips on growing broccoli, I could not grow the broccoli for some reason. So, I need tips on broccoli, watermelon, squash, and actually, soybean. I tried to grow soybean, I know that's a hard thing to grow. I researched it a little bit, and it's uh, moderately difficult. Uh, and I, uh, I can, I can attest to that it is. So, but I still would like to grow it. So, if there's any, uh, if you give me any tips on soybean growth, let me know. Oh, and here's the thing too. So I try to a few things. I try to grow a few things indoors, and like replant them outdoors. And what I'm like hydro grow them or whatever you call it, like the little the hydro joints, you know, you get it in this water, you grow them via water. And uh, like I was successful with, with beans. But here's the thing, that's very hard. So I grew beans indoors with the hydro thing. Uh, and and I, like I don't like them. And this is just my per, per like my personal preference now. Like 
Um, I like them in the beginning because it's like, oh, things are growing, low maintenance. You just have to make sure there's water in there and then the fertilizer and things do grow. But they really outgrow the system really quickly. Even if it comes with the trellis, it's like you get more growth than the actual piece of equipment can like withstand. So the whole point of it is to grow, to start stuff, grow it, and then transport it outside. And so when you transport it, you're transporting it into soil and you're going from water to soil. Like I'm growing the roots straight in water. Now I'm putting them in soil and I have to like monitor the water. So they're not going to get as much water that they're used to growing up in water. So it's like, I don't like that. And you're not go like when I grew everything outside, you need that space. If you think, if you want to get a lot of crops, want to get a lot of produce and, um, that's not going to happen indoors, like straight up. So like, and I bought a couple of them too. Like, I'm like, Hey, I'm going to get a couple of these like indoor hydroponic system things and grow, grow, grow. I did it and I don't like it. So there's that. But anyway, so I also grew flowers, roses, roses turned out well. Um, they're really nice. Bok choy, quinoa, I said, plant, strawberries, my strawberries, ongoing battle with the strawberries because I had them on the ground and then it was like snails just, they just had a field day. It's like I was feeding the snails. I'd wake up, go outside and check and, uh. My strawberries would have like a perfect curved C shape in them. And that that's the snails. So my snails were killing them. So I raised them up and I grew a couple, but like, hey, whatever. The the strawberry season was over um, at that point. Tell you one thing, I grew mustard greens, collard greens. My collard greens strangled the mustard greens. Collard greens came out great, though. I cooked them up. I have, I make the best collard greens this side of the Mississippi. And I would challenge anyone. I grew them and I made them. Yeah, so anyway. So I use raised beds. Um, Any gardening tip, tips are welcome. I'm going to continue. I'm excited for next season. I know what to do better. And I know what to change. And I know I said this episode was going to be rando. It's going to talk about different things. I just ended up talking about uh, gardening, which I, I owe my gardening hobby an episode because that's really why I wanted to start the podcast to talk about my hobbies and what I like to do, my perspective. And I didn't give any of my hobbies any love, but there's one. And, uh, you know. I'll continue to try to give you all my experiences with my hobbies and stuff that I like to do. And I know that's like, who cares? But I care. And I have some fun stories and funny stories. It's like my uh, all-out war with my, my garden pest. 
I know you are experienced and skilled gardeners out there. You've you know what I'm talking about. You got to fight four-legged creatures and insects and feathered like creatures and stuff like that. And it's like, dude, these things were punking me, taking my my fruits and my veggies. But I like to think I won. I won that battle because I had a decent harvest. And it came to a point where the foxes weren't coming to my house anymore. I got an electronic device. Kept them away. The birds. What did I do to stop the birds? Oh, you know what I did? I put plastic forks around um, certain plants to simulate or emulate rather a predator like you know, so if the birds land and they get pulled, they're like, ouch, I'm out. Like, yeah, that's right. So I set little, like, not traps, but little little uh, things to kind of, like the electronic device, things to um, kind of facilitate an uh, uh, offensive tactic to keep these things away, the pest away. Ladybugs, plastic forks, electronic pest uh, deterrent. Yeah. Those things did actually work. So maybe I should be the one giving advice. But no. So uh I don't know. Put it in the comments if you had any if you are a gardener or whatnot, like you have a green thumb or not, if you have a piece of information that can help me. Or if you want me to help you. Well, I can't help you because I don't know I wouldn't know you. Anyway, if you had any memorable garden gardening experiences if you did something like hey i put apples put apple slices in my pineapple uh, soil to help it grow or something like that let me know because i will use your knowledge to my benefit i will definitely do that but uh i don't know i don't know if i could call this episode rando i guess i could call it gardening and my jets bowls but Anyway, thanks for listening, and uh, that's all I got. <laughs>